Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Here in the now, I am hearing the now as I listen, and I listen to the sound that grows on up from the ground. Can you hear now? In the here and now. Welcome to the Inspired <laughs> Evolution, and this is Amrit here, your humble host, and it's an absolute pleasure and a treat to be coming to you today. And today is definitely a highlight for me. I get to share this space, share this time, and bring to you the vibes from Murray Kyle. Murray, how are you, brother? Hello, hello. I'm very well. <laughs> Thank you. For those tuning in and um, unaware of uh, Murray's gorgeous exploits, (laughs) Murray um, is a mystic troubadour. He's a sacred song carrier. He's a father. He's a builder of dreams. Hailing from the visionary Byron Bay region of Australia, this mystic troubadour has built a dedicated international fan base from 15 years of purely grassroots touring all over the world. The concerts are super intimate, super beautiful. His live performances of heart-based medicine and earth-honouring songs successfully blends conscious lyrics and authenticity with a super well-produced sound. The inner world of this profound artist comes alive on stage, spanning shamanic soul, conscious roots, the world, and sacred music genres. It is such a treat to have you here, brother. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. And just having you here, but also just the work that you do, just through, like, the song and the sound. We we initially connected when um, I saw you. Oh, well, you were on your way to Melbourne, but I think in in physical, when I I saw you play the intimate concert in Melbourne in the the church, and um, it was... it was just, it was amazing. Um, obviously, the songs, are for those that are tuning in for the first time, a lot of the people that will be here would have already heard the songs many a times. We can all attest to just how much potency there is in there. And um, I think even when you were in, in between, there was like these little pauses where you would share 
um, just the wisdom and a lot of conversations around water um, and the earth and our relationship with that, that really, um, for me, was really potent um, in terms of and in terms of just the authenticity um, and the rawness with which you express yourself. And for me, that really dialed into having a chat around, um, I guess, authenticity, but also like exploring your inspirations, um, you know, and just, just tapping into the, the journey, man. Because even as you, I've, I've, I've witnessed <laughs> you playing and all that, and the, the essence of the journey, man, is, is a big vibe that you portray, which I'm super, super curious and super feeling blessed to have you here and to explore that today. Mm, thank you, Amrit. What a warm welcome. I love the way you kicked it off with such a uh, contagious energy, too. <laughs> <laughs> I do my best. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a, it's, a, it's a weird thing where that started, but, uh, but here we are nonetheless. It's at the beginning totally. of every episode. Yeah, it's like a little glass of bubbly to start with. <laughs> <laughs> um, so your relationship with the guitar, lifelong or music, um, always always been this way? or? Yeah, okay, well, um, I just want to kick off by saying, yeah, great to be connected in this space and uh, sharing the pollination, you know, of inspiration and knowledge um, and what a beautiful project you've, you've launched and, uh, yeah, just the, these, these portals where we can access, you know, the wisdom, the daily wisdom, the humble, just simple wisdom for our lives is so important in this time, so thank you for the invitation. Um, yeah, my journey with music, uh, uh, I mean, sometimes it feels like it's been a few lifetimes, but of, of, of recent times, <laughs> <laughs> I, um, yeah, I started learning piano as, as a child, um, much to my discontent at the time, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so piano was my first instrument, it gave me a great kind of a, a visual layout of melody and of, of um, the scales and stuff, which is been amazing to have that through the years and uh, I then went on I, I was playing I grew up down in Sydney I was playing um, bassoon in like a orchestra for a while I was playing keyboards in a high school jazz band and learned a little bit of guitar back then mm -hmm. I, sort, I sort of dropped music then for a few years you know I started traveling I was in and out of Oz I was over in Africa I was in Asia for a while different things like that and along the way, I started writing, um, you know, poetry, and it became, it soon became melodic. Mm. So I picked up guitar again. It's the, you know, it's the kind of perfect uh, companion when you're traveling around with a guitar, <laughs> sling it on your shoulder. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, started playing guitar again, started writing, uh, writing songs, and, you know, I did a fair amount of time in India um, chanting Kirtan. That was one, another real sort of, uh, strong part of my musical journey just lots and lots and lots of hours of chanting every day which i still love to do from time to time mm -hmm. and um yeah there's so much i could say about music but uh, basically i just want to share it's it's such a companion you know it's such a a good friend in my life and you know in, in tough times that i've gone through music's been there you know as a as a channel for transformation as a, as, a, as a tool to move through some of the bigger experiences, you know, to sing up the celebrations and to, to sing through the, the inevitable tribulations of this ride as well. Yeah, yeah wow. Um, there's a couple of things in there. So what I'm uh, really curious about is, so 
you mentioned that you did did some traveling through uh, Africa, Asia, and um, also like India as well. And then poetry was um, was coming to the fore. Um, do you think traveling had some like something to do in there with uh, with the inspiration that came through for the poetry, or was poetry always something that you were like? Where did that where did that stem from? Yeah, look, I think when I when I uh, I think traveling through those years. Um, was really just indicative of me coming into a more of like what what's my what's my journey you know and uh, what's you know where do I feel called like when I grew you know was a young adult and started to just you know follow the kind of uh, the winds of my own spirit if you will yeah. and um, so yeah I mean uh, being in different countries and different cultures had me stretched out of my comfort zone for sure. And uh, maybe maybe the writing, you know, started emerging through that. But you know, in times of my life, of recent times where I've been more more still for different chapters, uh, the writing's still there. You know, so I think it's like it's kind of like a muscle. Once you start flexing it, it's it's just there for you. You know, um, the same as singing. You know, once we start to open that up, it, it it's just kind of it just seems like it's always there. So. Uh, is there, is there a leap between um, poetry and songwriting? Uh, I think the two are very intertwined, and um, for some people who are a bit more musically inclined, it's just like a natural, like, I mean, I kind of write, and it's already sort of forming a melody, you know? Whereas, uh, yeah, other dear friends of mine, spoken word artists, you know, people who are more in that in that field, or just, or just written works, uh, so I don't know, I can't really say how it happens for other people. I know that for myself, uh, last year I went to a workshop and, with um, friend Luca Lesson, who's an amazing uh, stand-up, uh, you know, spoken word artist. Mm-hmm. And it was the first time in my life that I'd performed a spoken word, you know. I mean, I've performed in front of thousands of people all around the world. And, uh, and that was really confronting. It was, you know, just using words without... So the memory for me is the kind of carrier, you know, like it just yeah. Rides in the music, yeah. So, how was that experience doing something completely different but so similar in, in the same vein? Oh, it was great, you know, and it was uh, it was confronting and and um, it was one of those just one of those things where you just know you want to stretch yourself and um, you know have the courage and and the uh, the volition to just kind of ah, you know, <laughs> try something new, yeah. Try something you and you know anyone who's into permaculture knows that the the edge the edges is where, where a lot of the growth is you know where two kind of uh, where two uh, environments are meeting so it's like the expansion of ourselves the way we express ourselves you know if we like workshops and that those environments are great for that where you can be in a safe space but you can just stretch your create creativity stretch your expression and uh, you know just find that you just it's okay, you know, to push yourself in that way, and it feels good. So, what is your favorite way of stretching yourself? Is there just a whole myriad of things that come in and out? Because it seems like you make the conscious intention to, like you said, go on the spoken word journey and then try these and dabble these new things. And I think, <laughs> and seeing you live, um, just the the myriad of instruments that come through and the live looping, and I can see that obviously there's a lot of stretching that would have occurred in that. Is it is it through the musical journey that you stretch yourself through different instruments and different applications of those instruments as well? Yeah, I think for me, you know, being a musician, it's 
it's kind of reflective in my musical path. Mm. Um, but it's it's really just uh, you know I think it's a core it's a core part of, of of the journey of a human. You know, you can look at humanity as a whole and see that there's there's something about the enchantment. You know, being enchanted and the new horizons and the you know, like whatever it is in our lives, it's like, oh, I've never been to that country or I've, I've never, like, uh, you know, been on that bushwalk or whatever it is. It's like we're, we're, we get, we're enchanted by the, by the freshness of life, you know, and it's almost like you could, you could see us all in these different pathways and we're all kind of going where someone else has been or experiences some, something that someone else has done. And, and there's a beauty in that. We get, we, we, you know, we find the, uh, the different expressions of our life path, and I think we just stretch ourselves along the way. If if we're if we're living in a way that we're open to those horizons, you know. So when was the clear moment that you were enchanted with the path of a musician? So when did you realize that okay, I identify with myself as a musician now, and mm-hmm. that's going to be the path for me. That's a great question, and and I wouldn't I wouldn't really say there's a defining moment for that. Um, yeah, I reflect on it sometimes, and I I don't feel like I really set out to be a you know a, a, a let's say spiritual devotional kind of musician or you know I feel like life just kind of um, funneled me into that or like invited you know, there was an invitation to keep following the energy of that you know and um, fortunately some years ago I, I got enough like positive encouragement just sitting around the fire and in, in, in all sorts of festivals and gatherings all around the world and you know someone would just come up and be like wow that song was, was beautiful man I could really feel that or oh you've got a, you've got a great voice like keep doing what you're doing and there's there those little things that, that that just keep us sparking with it you know we get enough positive feedback to continue forward and so for me, it's been like that. I'm, I'm also a carpenter, uh, cabinet maker by trade. So, uh, you know, for many years, that was my bread and butter. And then the music was um, my passion. And uh, over the years, I, I slowly kind of turned that around where now now music is my income and, and my passion. And um, so that's, a, you know, it took some hard work. And it's also just a, a beautiful blessing to, to walk that journey. Leaps of faith involved in stepping out of um, being Jesus. I mean, being a carpenter and uh, <laughs> into making music. Definitely. Yeah, I think I think it takes um, it takes some some courage and it takes a bit of faith in ourselves. You know, it's um, so yeah, just just you know, believing that uh, believing that we can keep creating in this world. Uh, uh, the sort of life that, that we want to live and um, you know particularly here we are in Australia you know we've got we've got so much opportunity really and so much you know access to resources access to um, yeah we, we can really we can really go for it you know in, in other parts of the world there's the sort of horizons that we aspire to just just aren't on the table so um, we're, we're really just so incredibly blessed and, and I feel that the great, a gratefulness for that in my life. Yeah, I read somewhere that the lotteries we win are there's two lotteries, which is the parents you have and the the place you're born in. Mm. Um, and
and you know in living in Australia I think we definitely are very very blessed it is a lottery ticket to be uh, in such an abundant country yeah 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 and I mean of course you know there's there's also a lot of people just close by us that are doing it really tough and so there's all there's lots of parts of the equation but um yeah I think the more that we you know the more we align with our heart and the more that we align with just having a reverence, having a respect for, for every other person and for the beautiful country we live in. And uh, I feel like that that gets starts to be reflected in, in our life. And, uh, yeah. I think as we're talking about the country, I'd like to take this as the perfect segue to start talking about some of the... Because um, some of the songs are in need of a better way why not? That's the best way. They're, they're tribal, yeah? They're very, um, they're very about the land, about the water, about the wind, about the fire, which I yeah. absolutely adore that vibe personally because for me, my spirituality inevitably comes back down to those four, five elements, including the heart. Um, yeah. But yeah, you know, those, those elements, and you sing a lot about that and you weave a lot of poetry in and around that. Um, so, and, you, and I think, I'm not sure if that's the direction you were sort of touching on but um the, there are people in this country that don't have it as well as us that were perhaps the natural custodians of this country and from the vibe that i get from the songs that you've sung you've spent some time and integrated some of the lessons from that culture is that fair to assume yeah yeah absolutely and um i mean even from a global perspective now you know we can we can see that you know the el the elders the the voice of the wisdom of the elders in all sorts of cultures from all sorts of indigenous groups and lineages you know they're coming forward and just once again re-establishing this like simple wisdom of just like care for the earth care for each other you know and and show some respect and it's a beautiful thing it's a beautiful way to walk in this world um I feel like you know the being being connected to the elements is um, it's a type of medicine. You know, it, it, it feeds us, it heals us. You know, you, you know it yourself. You know, you go you go down to the beach or something, and you just feel that horizon. You feel the ocean and the sky. It's like you just breathe it in. It's like it's it's amazing. You know, sit sit by a warm fire on a on a on a crispy night, and you know turn around and let it go into your kidneys, it's just like, oh, it feels so good, you know, so, um, yeah, so a lot of my songs have, um, have just emerged into that, um, into that articulation, you know, of, uh, reverence for the earth, the reverence for this beautiful living earth, because the more that we appreciate, the more that we build a relationship, build a deep relatedness with, with our home, which is, presently Mother Earth, <laughs> the more uh, the more that, you know, the deeper our journey, the deeper our connection to each other, the deeper the wisdom of our own being can come forward. And, uh, yeah. So connecting with those indigenous cultures, um, you feel they're already inherently super, super connected um, and they haven't lost their connection to the Earth as much as perhaps we have and that's why there's a, an abundance of inspiration in that space, would that be? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, look, in, in every, you know, you, you can see it demonstrated in, in lots of different ways, you know. Some indigenous people in Central South America are all about uh, embracing the Western culture now, you know, and 
uh, you know, Coca-Cola, McDonald's, whatever it is. So I, I don't think there's necessarily like a a, um, a, a general statement, but but um, definitely, you know, the, the the prominent, let's say, the prominent wisdom keepers of all ages. I mean, you know, you got uh, so much youth now that are just um, coming forward and just telling it like it is, you know, through through hip hop, through all these other channel, channels of expression. Yeah. Of just like yeah, here we are, and we've got we've got some uh, we've got a few problems that we're dealing with uh, environmentally, and we've got some solutions, and they're just like you know getting it on the table. And um, but when it's coming from the heart, you can just really feel that yeah, there's there's truth in that. Let's let's do what we can, you know. Let's keep connecting, keep community. So I think with that community, I think music's always been like a global sort of. Um, phenomenon um, but recently with the internet um, where people can connect and relate to each other so much more deeply and so much more readily um, and especially the future now with more and more independent artists being able to just go out and create things on yourself like here we are like this is my independent art if you will you know like and I can just create yeah. and, you know from my living room um, that's probably evolved the nature of music a lot and perhaps even the depth is that or is there something to reflect in that? I I feel for me it's a double-edged sword, and uh, I I um I I mean I love the technology. You know I love the here I am sitting at home in Yukai. We're having a chat. We, we can beam it out all around the planet. You know, amazing. What a beautiful thing. And um, you know I I, pre I record and produce my music from home. I can, you know, I can collaborate with artists that are on the other side of the world, send sound files, all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, the technology is incredible. Um, and um, I guess it's all about creating a healthy relationship with it where we're not, um, you know, because there's just so much information, right? I mean, we're, we're kind of saturated in moments. Um, and so, yeah, just to, just to not sort of dilute things too much in a way like I think that's each of us cultivates that relationship in our own way you know we how much we use Facebook how much we how active we are on social media and so we, we kind of um, yeah cultivate a good relationship with the technology and then I feel like it, it, it really serves us and uh, serves the movement forward as, as a collective as well you mentioned a couple of words, which was dilute and technology, and I remember when I saw you live, um, you mentioned about the technology in the water. Um, mm. one of, yeah, like, oh, that song is so beautiful. Um, I'll drink to that. And, yeah, I was just, yeah, just, I was, I was amazed. Um at just the depth with which you, in the middle of a concert, stop to share the wisdom about water and um, the memory of it, there's a lot to it. So I'm just holding space for that conversation once again, perhaps, just so we can share that a little bit further. Mm. Yeah, well, um, it's just an incredible element, isn't it? You know, like miraculous, miraculous kind of spirited being. Um, uh, you know, I, I mean, I just love being standing back ob objectively um, and and uh, observing water. You know, and just just this morning, I was down on the coast. I, I had a little bit of a uh, little bit of time free to jump in the ocean, and you know, just uh, just 
coming down to the to the edge of that water, you know, and just looking out on the South Pacific and kind of waving to New Zealand, you know, and just like these this those vast, vast bodies, you know, I've referred to as Yema Yema Yemaya or Yemanjar in some cultures. Body of the ocean. And um yeah, the the water has a lot to teach us, you know, it has a lot of songs. I love going up in the creeks in the valley here and go to a little little waterfall and just, just listen to the water, you know. Turn on your tap at home. Just have a little listen to the water. It's it's got a lot. It's got a lot in there. The ability and, to cleanse, yeah. Yeah, the ability to, to wash away our, our sorrows, you know, cry our tears, our sweat, grow our food. And, um, you know, we, we're learning so much about water. It's, it's all of these kind of obvious interaction we've had for so long as humanity and water. And, um, yeah, there's just some really cool information emerging now about the, the fourth phase of water, water being kind of like a plasma, like a jelly, and uh, part of the water in our bodies forms this kind of structure, which I think is amazing. You know, when I first came across that, you, you know, you can uh, just Google that fourth phase of water and find some cool info. And, uh, yeah, we're learning that, that water, you know, even if you put, put water in a glass like this and the water on the very top layer and the water down the edges, you know, it, it changes its molecular structure. It's it's like a, a real, like a living thing. And, you know, the beautiful work of um, Dr. Emoto that kind of s switched us on to um, essentially to frequent frequency, you know, which is magnified in water, but just the frequency that exists in, in all of existence. And so, yeah, we can, you know, we can fill this world full of love or we can fill this world full of fear and hatred. And the, the way it's demonstrated in the molecular structure of the water is, is a beautiful uh, demonstration of that. I absolutely love that. And then when I, yeah, so listening to the depth of just the way you unpack and you, like, just the research that you've done in that space and then sourcing the inspiration from that to write songs. Um, I'm sure there, there must be like a, like a queer pro and like a, the inspiration for to connect with your spirituality and the elements and then also to research more about the elements and then that influencing nature. At some point, does it get overwhelming? Because the world is obviously, especially the, the songs that you sing about, are very connecting back to Earth, very connecting back to... I guess the message that comes through most predominantly for me is that we are the earth. Um, and thank you for that message, first of all. So thank you for that. Um, but does that get overwhelming, brother? Like, you know, there's, there's a lot yeah. going on with the earth that, you know, we need to work on as well. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I, I think, um, you know, before we were talking about a healthy relationship with technology and I feel like this is this is another relationship that we that we develop. We try and develop a healthy balance with you know because um, I know if I can only really speak from my personal journey. There's there's some, some some times where I just can't I just can't let it all in you know I just can't handle the situation we're in globally you know the the pain of a of a. Uh, you know, a child with no parents, the, just all of these things, and we, we catch little snippets of it from all around the world now, and, you know, being being empathic beings, we we feel, you know, we feel what's taking place for, you know, for all of humanity, for all of the animals, for all of the, the destruction, you know, that that's all there. We can't, we can't sort of 
deny it or pretend it's not happening. Um, so yeah, there's there's definitely times where uh, where I'm just like, whoa, yeah, just need to kind of just come in and focus on what's just in my immediate surroundings and get really solid with that. And there's other times where where I'm you know where I feel like I'm just like, yeah, bring it on. Like I wanna I wanna know I wanna know what's the reality of this time, you know. And I want to, and I want to draw that into me, and I want to use that as fuel to like fire up my inspiration and fire up my compassion and and my passion for um, for just making my little humble offering as as one human, you know. And and uh, so yeah, it's a it's a it's a a balanced path that it's you know I feel like we in different moments there's a different response. But uh, it's all connected. Mm. You mentioned this before um, that music in that space is is, is a really good friend, um, and I think I sort of want to just touch back in on that in that space because, like you said, it's you know sometimes you go in and you you can go and explore all that with all that compassion and all that empathy, and then bring that back and then perhaps lean on a friend in that space, and then the music is there to support you. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's really been true for my journey, and you know, I, I feel like a lot of people, even though they might have not have articulated it in that way, you know, a lot of people would say that music is a good friend. Not 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 having to be a musician, you know, because you know that feeling when you when you just you come home from some big day and you're just like, or you're moving through something really strong, and you're just like, oh, that's I want to hear that song. That's the song. Yeah, you know, and I, I do, do it all, all the time. time. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, oh, I want to, I want to listen to that artist right now, and yeah. and you know, there's something in the in the articulation or the, you know, in in there's something in the music that like can open a space for us to feel. It can open a space for us to process emotion. It can open a space for us to heal and to feel and. Yeah, what a beautiful thing. Oh, it's magical, and there's a lot in that. In um, Yeah, where do I want to go with that? <laughs> um, so in the, in the spaces to heal, um, you know, I've, like, your, your concerts, um, I, yeah, concerts, like, even concerts sounds a bit showmanship, and to be honest, just the humility with which you arrive into these spaces and you share so potently, I'd almost just call them sharings. Um, thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. Um, they're they're so deep and they're so profound. And that awareness, I think, how um, how like how is it watching a whole space transform? Because I know for myself, my whole day is transformed depending on the music that I'm listening to. Mm. Um, but that's just digital, right? That's just me tuning into something and me basically. Um, meditating myself into a space somewhat um, but actually having a live space and then watching everybody open and blossom into that like what's that experience like holding space for that and bringing space into that yeah oh, yeah I mean it's such an honor you know and I'm, I'm really thankful for what you articulated then because that's really you know a, a lot of my uh, yeah a lot of my momentum a lot of what I'm what I work towards, you know, as as an artist, is actually to remove the the, the artist audience kind of uh, 
um, boundary, you know, and just to just to really journey together. I mean, I, I have the skills as a musician, but really what I love is to these intimate concerts where we just travel together in the music and. Um, and yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful honor, you know. I, I sometimes see it like this opportunity to to offer a kind of some kind of healing session to you know hundreds or millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost fifty pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For a thousand people at once or whatever it is. And, uh, and yeah, it's, um, it's one of those great mysterious things, music, where, you know, where it, it's, it generates energy. It's like energy arrives, you know, energy arrives and, and stuff happens. And, you know, um, it maybe it's a little more obvious for some for some people at a rock concert or, you know, where it's just like, <laughs> you know? and in the more, in the more intimate and, and soft ways and the, you know, the, the, the heart and, the, you know, the, these beautiful spaces that, that we journey to, um, I feel like, in a way, that's that's where my music re- is really received. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's it's a beautiful honor, you know. To and I feel feel so blessed to you know be able to travel and you know to tour in Europe and in the states and different places and and just uh, bring music and uh, yeah. Is there a? Um, I'd like to explore the idea of the ego and the humility in that. Um, because obviously there is a pull with music so beautiful and so potent that people would want you to step into a space that's more glorified, bigger, bolder, please come share in this venue like this, and then obviously staying true to the way you like to express your medicine and then obviously have people come along on this journey. Is that, um, how's the navigation of that, and what's that journey like? Yeah, great question. I mean, I... It's it's a very interesting time to be an inter- independent musician, you know. Um, there's a lot of hats that I wear in that in that job. You know? yeah. um, I I guess I like like a lot of my like a lot of my friends who are in in the same on the same wave. Um, I've I've had to get really resourceful, you know. Um, it's it's the music as you know i've never necessarily approached it as a business from a business model but essentially you know to, to keep uh to keep having the time and the space to create music it you know and it does become a business of sorts and uh so to to at the moment what it looks like in my life is i, I book all my own gigs i do all my own graphics i produce record and uh mix my own albums 
you know, I carry the sound gear. A lot of the time I carry the sound gear in. I set it all up, you know. it's I'll, I'll go and sell CDs, you know. So it's, it's, it's a trip, really. <laughs> and, um, and, yeah, but uh, I, I actually lost the trail of the original. <laughs> was, uh, the question was around balancing the humility and the ego towards being sucked into trying to share something on a larger platform, which is what more and more people would want you to do, rather staying congruent to the space yeah. you like to afford and the journey vibe of everyone on the, in the console. Yeah, yeah. Look, I think the nature of my music and, you know, uh, hopefully reflective of just the man I am in this world, yeah, there, there is there is definitely a humility, you know. I mean, I just, you know, I go through, we all go through this, we're all walking this path, you know, we're all in it together and, you know, I, I, I have my down days, I have my, you know, it's like, there's, you know, there's a lot of tortured artists out there who are, who are being put up on a pedestal and, or, you know, any, anyone, act, actors, all, all these people that, that become kind of like, um, yeah, really, really, a lot, a lot more well known than Murray Kyle, and it's, it, it can be a lot to fall from. So for me, um, yeah, for me, the, there's a humility in the music that I, I just feel like will always be there. You know, there's, the, I, I like to think that what I sing about and what I bring forward as an artist is, is very authentic to to who I am, and. Um, at the same time, I'm, you know, I'm really open to the expansion of that to larger events and to more support and more, you know, uh, diversification of, of my uh, artistry and music. So it's, yeah, it's a great ride. That's that edge again, isn't it? The growth. <laughs> yeah. 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 Something yeah. you touched on, which is not where I was going to go, but I just, my brain's just, nah. <laughs> Do your own graphics? Because the cover of Talisman is... <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, so that that uh, the talisman cover actually for the first time I collaborated with a friend, yeah. and uh, I came across her art. Uh, she's based in the states. I came across her art. Um, Australia Luna is her name, and she uh, she has these beautiful hand drawn, um, you know, kind of totemic sort of glyph glyph like uh, drawing. So yeah, I reached out to her and then uh, asked her about. Uh, incorporating some of her art into into the album cover of talisman so i yeah she sent me she sent me some scans and um i did kind of like a digital composition like uh of her work so yeah that's that's really great to work with that yeah wow so it's not just song it's creativity in <laughs> all these aspects of pulling it together yeah yeah awesome awesome i really uh, really appreciate that i didn't uh, didn't realize that was that was part of it. And I think that's kind of where I was touching on before we had the conversation, um, which was, you know, the idea of creativity and somewhat like entrepreneurialism. Like you said, you're you're showing up for a lot for yourself in terms of how you're going to share your music, who you're going to share it with, and even if it's the CDs and how you're going to get them to people and all that sort of stuff. Um, has has that been, like, obviously there's there's quite a lot to learn in that space and, and that's been a long journey, I presume, but... Um, some of the some of the biggest takeaways, I guess, to share with some people that are on, I guess, a journey similar to yours, which are which are like in the music but want to follow it with their with their passion. But obviously, there's going to be road bumps. And any advice for anyone in that space? Yeah, um, I guess that you know, music-wise, there's so many different levels to the journey, you know, and there's so many 
different motivations for why why someone would want to learn music or deepen into music. You know, a lot of people, it's uh, you know, it's just like I said before, it's like a companion. It's this amazing like celebratory um, kind of vehicle for energy. You know, and uh, and for others, it's yeah, there's more of a mo- motivation to like perform or to you know bring it. To bring share those gifts with the world, you know. I mean, open mic nights and there's just so much good stuff, you know, going on where we where we come together in that in that creative energy together. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I would say I would say just just find your voice, you know, and, and not even in a singing way, but find find what's find what's authentically you, and you know, because I mean, you could. A hundred, a thousand people could pick up a guitar and play the same two chords and sing some words over the top, but it would be a, a thousand completely different songs, yeah. you know. And it's it's like the colours of a rainbow. It's like we've all got our we've all got our specific way of articulating this experience of life, and you can bet your booties that there's someone out there who's going to hear what you create and, and be touched by it, you know. Yeah. So those, um, how important is it to express oneself? <laughs> Great question. Well, I guess, you know, anyone listening or watching this video will, will know the truth of that, which is so important, you know. I mean, whatever it looks like in your life, you know, it might be like going for a run with your dog. It might be, you know, making uh, some epic meal for a friend or... You know, um, but yeah, I mean, ex- expressing ourselves, I feel like, is also intrinsically connected to vitality and to our, you know, to our frequency. We're, we're beings of frequency. You know, if our frequency gets too low, we start to get disease. You know, funky cells get into the body when your body re- reaches a certain oscillation, and you know, a very, very low oscillation of vitality is is death. You know, so. To keep energy moving in our body, I feel like expression is is medicine like that, you know. And one thing that I one thing I love is, you know, just to if I'm feeling, you know, just lethargic or something, I just stand and I just like wobble and I just like I just, just like wobble my whole body and just like let it, yeah. And I'm because I'm a because I'm a singer, a musician, or because I'm a human, you know, like I sound as well. So like. You know, um, someone's just making all sorts of crazy sounds and just just letting the body guide what where it's you know where it's kind of like needs a bit of movement and you know naturally you know like yoga all of all of, all of these great great ways of developing like flexibility developing poise developing balance these are ways of expressing you know the expressing through the body dance great stuff. Yeah, I totally that, resonate with that. I totally resonate with that. I found creativity. That's kind of my little nugget of insight too that I that I that I sit with in this heart is that creativity. When you come back to the elements, nature is creative, and she's mm-hmm. always creating. And what you touched on with disease is like you you know you're not being in service to nature and its and its natural ways by not being creative, and that's why expression is. Like maximize your expression to be in service, mm-hmm. and that vitality arrives when you're being creative. Yeah, absolutely, and 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 once again, you know, I, I feel like it 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 looks different in in everyone's mm. life, you know, 
Um, there's, it has um, to. It has to. Yeah, we're all snowflakes. Diversity. That's the diversity of us. And yeah, so whatever it looks like in your life. And I mean, I can attest to this. This is a really cool topic because I, I feel like we underestimate the the power of aligning with creative energy. You know. We, we, I feel like I've underestimated it for a long time in my life and of recent years I've really seen the way that the more that I just stay authentic to creation and to what creation, how creation wants to create me, the more that, that I see it ripple in, into my life, you know, and, in, and essentially into this world. And there's a, there's a beautiful, a beautiful feeling you know, and for me, it, for me, it comes in really potently when I'm in the middle of writing a song. There's a certain feeling there, which you could call it a meditation, you could call it a, a therapy, you could call it lots of different things. But there's there's a certain deep place of connection. Um, it's like a prayer, you know, when I'm when I'm in in the middle of songwriting, and it's it's it feels good. <laughs> I love that. Um... Yeah, <laughs> that's all filled with all the good juju. Um, the uh, so yeah, the I was gonna ask a question around this, and I think that's kind of where I've landed as well. Is creation wants to create me, um, and that expression of what's coming through, and then obviously we've been talking a lot about energy, um, and perhaps all energy is borrowed or it's just shape-shifting at all times um, there's a lot of energy in your songs a lot of a lot of positive upbeat really driving energy even the songs that sing home about um, really deep things that are happening to the planet which we can really take charge on um, yeah. even then there's like a there's like an upward you know there's always like a like a, it's almost like it's imbued with a mission statement upwards um, yeah. which is absolutely phenomenal and a blessing for those listening <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So that, that energy, obviously, it's a reflection of your own vibe. Um, but also, you know, do you ever, like, how does that dance work? Do you know, like, does, does it get heavy? And then you, like, what, what's, like, is, I'm trying to have a conversation around energy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's something, I, um, something I reflect on sometimes, you know. I mean, yeah, people, people who followed my music through the years, um, yeah, sometimes I get asked that, you know, because there's a lot of artists out there that write from a very, uh, perhaps more, more personal and, and, you know, who write from, from the shadow, write from the, the darkness, you know, which, which is uh, dancing inside of all of life as well. And um, I, I, I'm not really sure if I have a really clear answer to, to respond to that. I mean, I feel like I've led... A very blessed and and you know a, an amazing life of abundance and um, you know with all the normal human human stuff and family constellations and the things we the things we we're gifted to deal with you know but um, I've had I've had a, a really well supported life and um, there's something in me that is maybe just a little hardwired into into when, when my offering comes forward, like even if I'm writing a song about a really deep time in my life, there's something in me that loves to resolve it, like to, you know, to bring it to, to a place of, of trust, to bring it to a place of acceptance, to bring it to a place of like recognizing the gold amongst the stones, you know, because all of the experiences of this life 
have a medicine for us, you know, they're all te teaching us something about, you know, the world and who we are in it, and it's, uh, I mean, it's amazing to, you know, to have the space in our lives to, to ponder, you know, the esoteric nature of, of this uh, reality, and um, it's a beautiful, beautiful way of, uh, you know, evolving our consciousness, yeah. Believing in the perfectness of where we are, the um, the trust and the acceptance, those themes in there are, I think, quite deep, quite deep, and it's it's beautiful to have you share that, um, because I think that's, for me personally, um, and I'm sure probably a lot of those um, tuning in, um, it's not always it's not always voluntary available. Um, it's something that really um, takes a leap from time and time again. Um, yeah, and. It's almost like sometimes I wonder if you you need those leaps to build the muscle. You know, it's like you've got to contract and then and then step in, step out. Um, but yeah, that's that's really a potent message. Um, so exploring the um, the esoteric is um, was it always clear to you that your your expression in your music was always going to be something about the divinity of all things and the mystic nature of all things? Is that just always how you've been in the persona of Murray Carl, or <laughs> um, well, I wouldn't say always. I, once again, you know, I feel like it's just my life path has has just sort of presented me into this moment, you know, um, and uh, the the experiences I've had and the the, the, the path that I've walked has yes, yeah, it's been. In, in a word, you could say it's been a pilgrimage, you know, <laughs> many, many a mountaintop and, and many, a, many a valley and, um, you know, the, 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 the energies and the experiences that I've had in, you know, in sacred sites and, and in ashrams and, you know, just different, different journeys like that have, I guess, um, yeah, I guess like heightened that. It's like as a songwriter, you, you know, you can sit down with a blank page and you can be like, what, what do I want to, what do I want to do with this page? What do I, what do I want to say? What, what, what's important to me? You know, any music that of, of depth, you know, and of substance. So it's like, yeah, it's literally, you know, I'm like, well, what's, what's my message? You know, if you, you know, you can tell your message to thousands of people. What do you want to say? And it's like for me, it's like, yeah, what. An incredible mystery that surrounds us in every moment, and um, and let's let's love each other. Let's like like care for each other. Let's care for the planet. Let's you know just once again just like simple wisdom that that makes such a difference to our world and to to our lives. So. I love that message. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the yeah the depth you mentioned as well, but then you touched on simplicity, and that's that's an interesting dance, isn't it? Um, how the simplest things always are the deepest and the truest. Um, we are, we love to overcomplicate things, right? Absolutely. Well, I was just reflecting on this a few days ago. You know, I was yeah, I was just like I'm reflecting on my personal journey and looking at all the you know the the sort of deep cathartic kind of works and all these sort of different. Journey, you know, really deep journeys of work, walk through the years, and 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 really, in a, in a way, it always for me comes back again to to simple, silent breathing meditation. You know, like that is just 
I think just one of the most profound things we can ever do is, is take a few minutes every day just to close our eyes and just breathe, you know, and just let the let all the mind just settle down a bit. And I mean, it's just so simple, you know, but I, I, I witness it in my life, you know, when I take that time, it's, it, it, it ripples out. It just makes such, such a difference. And it's like, we don't, you know, it doesn't cost thousands of dollars. It's just like, it's just so simple, you know. But we, you know, it's like I need to reinvigorate that in myself all the time as well. It's almost like so simple that we miss how, how powerful and potent that it, that it is. Mm, and I find those are always the first things to go as well. And whenever life starts to get kind of hectic, kind of crazy, it's like those simple things which are like so integral to you just finding your center, finding your balance, are usually the first things that get flicked out. And it's like... Yeah. Wait, 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 why did that? Why that way? <laughs> yeah, and then the kind of cruel irony that that's they're actually the moments where we really need those skills. They get, that's what's going to help us through. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. So, a couple of questions. Um, is um, is I I I've always wanted to know this, and I'm glad you're here, and I'm sorry uh-huh. for doing this to you. But is there like is there a song of your own that is your favorite? Like, does that happen to an artist? <laughs> That's a great question. Um, there's there's a few there's a few songs that through the years have just really stayed prominent with me, you know. Um, but as for a favorite, you know, it, it's similar. Similarly, if someone said, "What's your favorite song of anyone's?" It's like depending on the moment, you know. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so you know, if I'm if I'm feeling kind of like get my groove on, you know, it'll be, I'll be like, oh, that's the song, man. If I'm feeling like, just like, oh, I'm having a bit of a, having a bit of a deep day, you know, there'll be something else that'll really speak to me, so, um, yeah, yeah but, um, yeah, there's, there's, there's been a, a few songs through the years that have, that have, and, you know, something I, I, without blowing my own trumpet, I love, I love about my music, something that, that is, um, you know, it's it's quite timeless. It's quite universal. So that you know, there's songs I wrote years and years ago, and I I could pick up my guitar today and really feel them still. You know, and it's um so as much as I'm telling my journey through them through the music, it also has a, the the touch a touch of the universal, which is always relevant. You know, to this life. Yeah. Beautiful, and why your songs are just so such a blessing to receive because of the infinite nature of some of the things that, or basically almost everything that you share, um, mm. like the elements, like the esoteric, the cosmos, our relationship to the earth, and, and all that good stuff, and loving each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Must be, uh, maybe I should just sing a quick little like, acapella or something for, for lessons there. Like, what do you reckon? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I just, uh, so about the beautiful Mount Wollongong, normally Mount Warning, uh just gazing up at it here, so I'll send, this is just a little short one I'll send to you guys. Turning our hearts to the sun, roots down deep, stand strong as a mountain, light up the fire within, song of the water flows a fountain, time has come for the doors and suns, now is the hour, lift up the power, new way you live and growing up from the ground. All paradigms come crumbling on down as we turn our hearts to the sun. Roots down deep, stand strong as a mountain. Light up the fire within. 
Song of the water floors, a fountain time has come for the daughters and sons. Now is the hour, lift up the power, new way of living, growing up from the ground. All paradigms come crumbling on down. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Thank you, brother. Thank you. My that is beautiful. <laughs> ah. Okay, that's going to be my favorite, at least for the little while. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, so, on that note, um, I'll start to venture towards wrapping things up as much as I'd love to sit here and talk to you all day. <laughs> I know you've got other things to do with your agenda. Um, is there, um, okay, so while just the energy of Murray having shared a song, I just want for those listening in Melbourne, which is um, obviously where the podcast is coming from, um, Murray is going to be playing with Rising Appalachia at Series, which is, Series is amazing, Murray is amazing, Rising Appalachia amazing, yeah. get yourself there. Um, it's called Synergy. Um, it's going to be an awesome, awesome, awesome little event. Um, and it's on the 21st of Jan, so it's about nine days from now. Um, obviously, a lot of you will be listening to this podcast in the future, so do just tune in to, to Murray's stuff. We'll have a little spiel about that, but I just wanted to, while the energy of song was in the space, I just wanted to share that with you guys while the inspiration was strong. Um, so, quick uh, question that I had was uh, reading, um, just a little bit about reading. Is there a book that you've read or that you love that you would share to your beloved um, what's your favorite one? Is there any, I know it's always hard to say one, um, yeah. but yeah, is there something like that in the space? Um, okay, I'm going to quickly Google the author right now. Awesome. So it's called, it's called The Untethered Soul. The, the Untethered Journey. Soul. Yeah, his name's Michael Singer, Michael and Singer. Um, some of the listeners might know some of his work. He's uh, essentially a Buddhist uh, teacher, yeah. Uh, so yeah, Eastern philosophy but he has this just this beautiful way of uh, bringing it together with, um, you know, with a modern viewpoint and with all of the kind of, you know, the funkiness of the modern world. So yeah, the the untethered soul, it's um it's really gold. Like I, I just keep going back to that book. It's it's got a lot of uh, a lot of spiritual ground and power in it. Beautiful, awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Um, another question I've got on the way out is um, if Murray could pick up a phone and dial into his, let's say, 20, 21 year old self, would there be a dialogue and what would that, what would be the, the nuggets of that dialogue? Mm. Wow, that's a great question. You know, I feel like, I feel like this, this life brings to us what we really need and um you know of course there's a tendency tendency in, in if i was to talk to myself when i was 21 i'd be i'd be like you know look out for that don't do that and when you're about to do that man don't you know but it's like here i am in this moment um living such a rich uh life you know so deep with with everything you know with the 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 inevitable stumbling blocks, the broken heart, you know, there's like all these things that, that, that form us and mold us and sculpt us into the beings that we are. So I'd probably just, uh, I'd probably just say to myself, just breathe a little more, you know, <laughs> just like go easy on yourself. You're going to be just fine. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. 
good. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Um, and my last but by no means least question is um, is my favourite question. I ask this of everyone, and it's esoteric in its nature, and whatever may come, may come. Um, who are you beyond your story, beyond your song, beyond your identity? Mm. Beautiful question. <laughs> uh, I would say I'm emptiness. I would say I'm completeness. I would say I'm part of you. Uh, I would say, yeah, I'm consciousness moving through all space and time, moving through all life. I'd say that I'm life scattering myself into a billion little fragments in order to witness myself on the road back to belonging. <laughs> Love that. Thank you so much, brother. Thank you for, for everything. Um, the songs that you share, the devotion to yourself, the devotion to people that you want to help and share and heal and contribute to and really inspire. Um, I know for myself, um, the inspired evolution, I, you know, the minute I heard you play live, it was, you know, and even like having listened to you prior to that, but the minute I saw you live and the way you so humbly presented yourself um, to share in that co-creation in that space and how we all felt interconnected and the family vibe, tribe vibe that we had in that space. Mm. Um, and it was something that was, it felt so unique and so special, yet it was completely, you could tell that it was a, it was a conscious effort to create that, that you continuously cultivate the ability to do that, which for me was like, this is just magic and I cannot wait to sit down and have a chat and explore your story and share your, just your vibration and frequency with all those, um, you know, I'm naturally inspired to evolve by listening to what you have to share and to be able to share that further on is an absolute blessing and I'm humbled to be here today and, and share this time with you. So I really, I guess, really want to express gratitude for all that you are and all that you do and all that you're becoming. So thank you so much for that. Oh, thank you, bro. Yeah, well, I just want to say thanks to you, you know, and it's it was great to connect down in Melbourne face to face and a recently beautiful meeting and uh, yeah, just really honor your your exuberance, you know, and your you like I said before, it's just that you got this kind of contagious, like energetic, like let's do some cool shit kind of vibe, you know, and I love that. And uh, you know, being beaming that that smile is good, such good medicine for us all. So uh, yeah, thanks and uh, blessings with the with the project, you know, forward. And this is this is what our world needs right now. All this all, all media, you know, conscious media, conscious content to keep each other awake, keep each other lifted up. And um, yeah, if anyone wants to go follow me a little more, I've got a website up. Just Google Murray Kyle K Y L E. And um, yeah, just just want to you know just want to say to all of whoever this finds, you know, yeah, just hope you you follow the threads of connection, you know, and that, that connection can find you in, in your life, you know, whatever, whatever it looks like, and you can feel a place of belonging in this world, because that's a really important thing. Uh-huh. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 